Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to talk a little bit about excuses. So if you didn't turn this off and you want to talk about excuses, I'm glad that you're here. Um, so when this airs, we're going to be roughly what halfway through January. And so you're halfway through and maybe a new year's resolution or a new goal or a new focus for 2024, which is amazing. But I feel like this is the conjunction point where excuses want to creep in. Old habits want to creep in. Default mode wants to creep in. And today I want to give you six Bible verses or scripture references to help you with those excuses. One of my goals for the podcast this year is to really incorporate my faith journey into what I'm talking about when it comes to mindset, when it comes to health, when it comes to wellness, when it comes to biohacking, just overall wellness. So this episode is is really going to be connecting the dots between scripture and what we're thinking, aka with those excuses. So let's dig in. So a lot of us have the excuse of fear, right? Maybe we haven't done something before. We are uncertain because we've never been to a juncture or a a place or journeying to this area of our life before with this goal. So Judges 6.12 says, the Lord is with you, O brave one. We must never remember, never forget that God is always with us, no matter what, right? Like it says, do not be afraid in the Bible, like hundreds of times for a reason. We need to, we need to catch that message, right? So again, Judges 6, 12, if your excuses fear, the Lord is with you, O brave one. I like that short, simple, and to the point, right? So uh, another excuse that we have is maybe, well, I've tried this before and it didn't work, or this hasn't worked for me in the past, or I have this past trauma I'm carrying with me, or something about the past that we allow to dictate and morph our perspective and how we think about things in the future moment or in the present moment and for dictating our future, right? So Isaiah 43, 18, 19 talks about, do not remember the things of the past, right? Do not remember or ponder things of the past for I am doing a new thing, right? You're probably doing a new thing too. And I love this scripture because it really resonates with me when it comes to our past. Like we like drag a lot of stuff from our past that we don't need to. Obviously, you are who you are at this very given moment because of things that have happened in your past. But um, I'll never forget a podcast that I listened to that talked about the alcoholic father who had two sons. One son was super successful and productive. The other son was just like his dad. And they asked both of the sons, why are you the way you are? And they said, because my dad's an alcoholic. So look at that perspective, right? So um, there are many people who have had a lot of crap happen to them in the past, but they don't let that dictate their future and neither should you. So again, that one is Isaiah 43:18. Do not remember things or ponder things of the past. See, I am doing a new thing. I really like that one. Okay, next one is for the excuse of perfection, right? I'm waiting for the right time to do this. I'm waiting till I have more money. I'm less busy. My kids are less, the schedules are less hectic, yada, yada, yada. Can I just be like <laughs> the person that's going to burst your bubble here and say like it, there's never a perfect time. The perfect time is actually right now. And Ecclesiastes chapter four, ver- I'm sorry, chapter 11, verse four says, he who watches the wind waiting for all conditions to be perfect will not sow seed and those who look upon the clouds will not reap. So what this, what this verse means to me is that if we're waiting for things to be perfect, we're going to be waiting our entire life because there's only one thing that's perfect in this world and that is, that is 
God. And I see this be a stumbling block for so many people, right? Like we kind of are avoiding doing the hard work, I feel, when we're waiting for those conditions to be quote unquote perfect. Because there really just is no thing. Like just start, just just go, just take the first step, right? So again, that one is Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse four. He who watches the wind waiting for all conditions to be perfect will not sow seed and those who look at the clouds will not reap. All right, next one. If you're a procrastinator, actually, I think the next two, <laughs> next two, not just one verse, but two um, gonna, are going to be applicable to you. So Pro Proverbs chapter 20, verse four. Uh-oh. Talks about excuses. Mm, I take that back. Proverbs chapter six, verse four. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today is basically what this one is saying. But the, but the wording is this. Give no sleep. It talks about giving no sleep to, to something. And, and I, you guys, I struggle with scripture because sometimes the words I'm like, what, what are they talking about? And it takes a lot of thought and a lot of practice and a lot of repetition to really peel away parts of scripture to understand what they truly mean. Um, but my, my recollection of Proverbs 6-4 is don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today, right? What is your next best choice? Tomorrow is not guaranteed, right? If we keep pushing things off, and again, it kind of goes back to procrastination and avoiding, like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start next week. I'll start on Monday. I'm going on vacation next week. So, oh, I'll start next month. 2027 is looking like a good year to start that goal, right? Like, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. And really, I feel like if we can do something today, if we can take one little micro step, towards that thing today, are we not in better standing tomorrow, right? Like if we just focus on being 1% better every single day, instead of waiting for it to be perfect or waiting for, I don't know, is, is it going to get any easier if we did it tomorrow or next week or next month? No, <laughs> right? God gave you everything you needed to be able to do what he put on your heart to do like right now. So go do it, right? Okay. And the last one, is Galatians chapter six, verse seven. Do not be deceived for whatever a man sows, this is what he will reap. And my, my rendition of this is do the work, right? Like you get what you give, right? So, so if you're feeling like you're struggling just a couple weeks into January with your goals, take a good look at, at your goals. Like, are they clear? Are they specific? Are you doing what you said you were going to do? Are you actually doing the work? Because a lot of times, and you guys, I've worked with hundreds of women, we're not doing the work. I have to call myself out on my own crap sometimes because I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not really doing the work. I said I was, but then I looked a little closer in my tracker and I looked at see to see what I was consistent with. And I'm like, oh, I'm not consistent with that. I thought I was, but I'm not, right? Like we have to invite ourselves to dig deeper, to, to go further, to ask ourselves better questions in order to get better answers. And it's the same with the work. The more work you put in, the, the more you're going to, to reap from that, right? I mean, look at, look at sports. You can't just pick up a ball and be like, oh, I'm going to go pro, right? Like you've got to put in the work and the work that nobody sees, the work that's behind the scenes, not just an Instagram post or an Instagram story. It's what is the work that you're doing for the, the 23 hours when you're not working out, right? What are you doing that people aren't seeing that you know, like, oh, this is really going to help me reap. Like, I'm going to dig deep and do the thing, even though it's hard, even though it's uncomfortable, even though I don't feel like it, because consistency doesn't care how you feel. 
to get where I want to go, right? You will get what you give. Okay, so that one is Galatians 6, 9, just to recap. I hope these these verses, you guys, help you kind of take a different spin or perspective just, just halfway through January here when it comes to your goals. Like if you're thinking about throwing in the towel, don't. You weren't made for that. God, God didn't put that goal on your heart for nothing for you to just give up. You're stronger than you think. I really think that we have like this whole emotional roller coaster that we ride and we let our feelings dictate our choices. Like we have to be more emotionally mature when it comes to the things we said we wanted to do. So what you said you wanted to do on January 1st, I, I hope that you still have the emotion, the drive, the excitement and the faith that you can make that happen because you surely can. And if you need to lean on these verses, please do so. If you need to write them down and put them on a sticky note and put them on your forehead, just kidding, really not kidding, put them on your mirror, put them wherever to remind you, put them on the wallpaper of your phone that you can do hard things, right? And um, remember the verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's true. It's true for everything. It's true for your goals. It's true for the vision that you have for your life. You just have to keep doing the work and keep showing up every single day. So do not let those excuses swallow you up. You are stronger than that. You can do that. And I want to hear from you if, if these helped you and resonated with you. But until next time, you guys have a great day.